Decide and conquer. It could be the model for dealing with the pandemic, you know? Decide to follow safe practices. Conquer the virus. It's actually the name of a company that takes a proactive approach to health, and it existed long before the COVID-19 crisis. Amanda Clagg, who works for Decide and Conquer, has been ahead of the curve in more than just name. She works from home year-round, so she's a resource for those who are trying to come to terms with their homes becoming their workplaces or their classrooms. When you are working from home, it's very easy to just like roll out of bed and work from your pajamas. I made a lot of effort to either go to a workout class, come back, shower, before I would start my day. Tips from someone who's been there, done that, and has a head start on the rest of us. That's today's episode of Covering COVID. I'm your host, Nicole Gresson. When she's not on lockdown with her family in New York, Amanda goes to work each day in her studio apartment in Brooklyn. She lives there with her boyfriend who normally doesn't work from home. Sometimes she'll take her work to a coffee shop and normally she'll be dressed in athleisure attire, ready to take on any workout class that the day has planned. Her breaks normally consist of these workout classes, maybe meeting up with a friend for lunch, or going to the grocery store. I really like to get out of my apartment, so I would get a little stir-crazy if I just worked there all day long. So a lot of times I would change my like scenery, work from a coffee shop, or meet up with some other people that I know that work from home. Oftentimes, Amanda will travel from Brooklyn to Manhattan to meet up with her friends. A lot of her friends work in consulting and are able to meet up during the week and work remotely. They'll often meet up at a grab-and-go lunch place or a coffee shop and bounce ideas off of each other as they work on their own projects. Amanda's projects revolve around a disease that affects many people. Type 1 diabetes is a serious autoimmune disease where the pancreas stops making insulin. That's the hormone needed to allow glucose to enter cells to produce energy. Because it has no cure, part of the treatment involves lifestyle management to prevent complications. That's where Decide and Conquer comes in. Lauren Bongiorno, the face of Decide and Conquer, provides coaching to clients to help them better themselves each day. Amanda's job is to make sure that each day is running smoothly on the business end. I'll sit down with her to see how she does that. Amanda, thank you so much for being here today. So I just wanted to see how you're doing considering the circumstances. Hi, Nicole. Um, it's been good trying to stay healthy and not get in, you know, family fights. Right, of course. So can we just get a little background about you, your college education and your job experience? Sure. So I went to Syracuse University and I had, I, ma- I double majored in supply chain management and retail management. Throughout my time at Syracuse, I had all these fashion internships at Nordstrom and Stuart Weitzman and Macy's. And after my senior year, I went full-time at Macy's in the product development department. And after about three and a half years doing that, I really wanted to get away from that corporate setting. And I wanted to do have like more of a small feel, small company feel. So I went to a company called DL1961. So after all those experiences, how did you end up in a nutrition-related job? Because I know that's a little different from what you used to do. 
I was really unhappy there. It was a toxic work environment and I wasn't happy. So I really just wanted to try and do something different. I actually originally went to Syracuse to be nutritionist. So I thought that was kind of my play that maybe I was wanting to go back more into a nutrition industry and get out of fashion. So I quit my job and I got my holistic health coaching degree. So that was like a six month Um, certification and while I was doing that I had shadowed this woman who had her own health coaching company it was called Decide and Conquer and she specialized in health coaching for type 1 diabetics and so I was shadowing her all summer long and then through shadowing her she actually asked me to work full-time at on the business side so I work there now I'm a full-time product manager for um, Decide and Conquer So clearly it's really common for us to change our minds a lot about what we want to do. And I know I did that a lot myself these four years. So a lot of your time now is spent working at home, correct? Yeah, so the team that I work with is actually three people. So it's a super, super um, close-knit team. We usually try to meet one or two times a week at different WeWork locations. And then a lot of it's like Zoom and working from home or working yeah remotely so since you've had experiences working in an office but also working at home what do you find to be the biggest differences between the two well actually something that I really do miss is more of that team environment while I was working at Macy's we always had like a pretty big team so when you really get along with some of your coworkers, it is so much fun and you really like work off of people so I think what working from home it's And you're not getting that one-on-one contact a lot. So it's like making sure you're still touching base with your team, like your coworkers and your teammates enough so that you get motivated and get more creative on projects. Because I think sometimes it's really hard to, you do get in a rut of just being by yourself. You mentioned that sometimes it's good for you to change scenery, get out of the house while you're working. Right now that's not really possible. So do you have any tips for what others can do when they're stuck in their apartment or their house all day working? If you are in a home, I would suggest changing the workspace, sometimes working from maybe like an office, but then other times, I mean, especially during the coronavirus, I think a lot of people have gone home to their parents' house, at least a lot of the people that I know have. So finding new spaces where you're not getting distracted by everybody instead of forcing it and just sitting at your computer, getting up, doing a 20 minute workout, like all these Instagram accounts or doing lives or really just trying to take a walk around your your property, freshen up, clear your head, listen to a podcast. I definitely agree. Just taking a walk and getting out of the house for a few minutes is so helpful. What do you find to be one of the biggest challenges working in the same place that you live in? One thing that I do think is really difficult, if you do end up staying in your apartment all day it's so easy to look around and be like oh wow I need to do my laundry oh wow I should be cleaning the dishes so for me wherever the workspace I'm in I try to really trying to keep it clean so that I'm not distracted by house chores so aside from the challenges what would you say is the best part about getting to work from home each day I think the flexibility of your schedule is like huge you're in charge of your own time so sometimes midday if I'm just like feeling so cloudy and like that I'm not doing getting my work done I'll go and take a run or I'll, I'll go to the grocery store and recharge and reboot 
Going off of that, specifically in this time of coronavirus, since everyone has extra time on their hands, how do you think you manage your time when you're mostly on your own schedule? I think this is really tricky. Oftentimes, I find that I sometimes I feel like I'm working more because since you are working from home, it's not like a desk at your work where and some people, you know, can't bring their computer home. So here it's like you can literally be getting an email at nine o'clock at night and be like, oh, I should definitely respond to that. I tried to really like make some boundaries with my coworkers of time frames that work best because one of the biggest challenges is really feeling like you could be working 24 seven. Yeah, and I think that's definitely one of the trickiest things for everyone that isn't used to working from home during this time. So do you have any last tips for people who are trying to get adjusted to this temporary lifestyle as someone who's used to it? Make boundaries with your people that you live with because I think they can be really, really distracting and definitely like can distract you from doing big projects and things like that. So I would make some boundaries with the people that you're working with. I think that's been really helpful for me coming home to my family house. There's seven of us now, so really letting people know when I have a meeting and when not to bother me. Great. I definitely agree. It was so nice having you on today, Amanda. Thank you so much for hosting me today. I hope that some of that will help. I know this is a crazy time. Thank you so much, Amanda. For Calm Media, I'm Nicole Gresson. People are running out of necessities during COVID, but others have plenty to spare. A Facebook group which started with 50 members has now grown to over 1,700 as it helps to connect the haves with the have-nots. That's next time on Covering COVID.